Hi there! I'm here to tell you about a new middle grade novel called Me vs. the Multiverse. Pleased to meet me by S.G. Wilson, the co-host of the podcast. No, I'm here to tell you about a new middle grade novel called Me vs. the Multiverse. Pleased to meet me by S.G. Wilson, the co-host of the podcast. Oh, don't mind him. He's just my double from a parallel earth. No, you're my double from a parallel earth. Does it matter? We're both here to tell the audience about the book. Well, then naturally, I should be the one to start. Please to meet me is about a kid who goes to a convention for his duplicates from parallel earths. But it turns out he doesn't get along with most of them. Gee, wonder what that's like. He winds up in a small amount of trouble and ends up having to save the whole multiverse. There's laughs and ventures tears, romance, and lots of fart jokes. That's more or less right, just not exactly how I would say it. Why, well, I gotta. Look, Look for, for me versus the, the multiverse. multiverse. Please, Please to meet, meet me wherever you, you get, get your, your books. books. This week in the multiverse. Hi, and welcome to This Week in the Multiverse, the podcast about parallel Earths. You know, places like Earth-97, where water has an expiration date. And Earth-190, where the book Don't Let the Pigeon Ride the Bus ends with the pigeon actually getting to ride the bus, and the resulting property destruction and human death toll is completely catastrophic. Anyway, I've been on vacation for a while. My bosses at Multiverse Solutions Unlimited actually gave me some time off. So, coming back... Wires got crossed somehow, and I accidentally wound up here on this scary earth. And I have this sinking feeling I've been here before, and... How you doing? Ah! It's the recent graduate from the hook-handed killer by the side of the road preparatory academy from episode 13. What are you doing here? I, I-, I thought you just hung out in creepy, shadowy places. Oh, this is a creepy, shadowy place. I've been on vacation, too. Now it's time to get back to work. No! The Big Rig Banshee, my ghost trucker friend. Thanks so much. You drove away that creepy sociopath in training. Yeah, but he'll be back, sure as bugs on a bumper. And there might be more of them next time. So hop in, I'll get you out of here. Thanks. So, uh, what you been up to lately? Oh, you know, the usual hauling haunted freight. Got a real nasty demon back there. Plus a trio of ghosts who all died from eating farts. Wouldn't it be a real mess if they got out? <laughs> yeah, great. You know, thanks again, but you don't have to go out of your way. Feel free to drop me off wherever. I'll just get a demonic Uber or a monster lift home or something. <laughs> no bother at all. This ain't out of my way. Matter of fact, I was going to invite you to join me for a little gathering at the Ghost Trucker Truck Stop. Not that place. They forced me to become a ghost trucker in episode 14. I, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with... It's just... Not the life for me, you know? I I get it, but don't worry. You got me for protection. Plus the friends I'm going to see there, nobody's going to mess with them. So these friends of yours are um, tough enough to scare off ghost truckers? <laughs> and how? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, as I get busy with begging and pleading for the Big Red Banshee to turn this ride around, let's do a story break. We're going to try something different this time around by presenting a reading of a play. It's by one of our young cast members, Oliver Mays, and it placed in the top five of Zachary Scott Theater's Young Playwrights for Change competition. 
So, let's give a listen to his work, the perfect Al Capone. Yeah, it's the perfect Al Capone by Oliver Mays, see? Yeah, part one. You got a problem with that? So there I was in school. Where's your homework? Well, Miss Sarah, I've got a story for you. So I was walking to school, minding my own business. Hey, are you as good at math? Did you do your homework? Who are you? The name's Al Capone. Now hand over your homework. He tried to take my homework, and he was fast, but I got away. I made it to the school. Hey, you guys! He went into school! I hid in the bathroom, but it was filled with mobsters going potty. Hey! Oops! Stop, kid! I hid under a car. Hey, what you looking for? A kid we need to watch out for. Okay, then get in the car and we'll find it. They didn't catch me or get my homework, so I ran home. I made it home only to find that they'd tied up my mom. We've got your moms. Now give us the homework. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Perfect. The plans are here. Written in invisible ink. Just like I left it. Okay, now let's go finish the job, boys. What about the kid and his mom? Well, let's take them with us. Al Capone and the gangsters dragged me and my mom into the school cafeteria. Now that we got the homework, we can finish our business. Why does he need the homework so bad? Because, like I've been saying, the homework got the plans for our operation in invisible ink. Oh yeah, uh, so what's our operation again? The operation is where we do a lot of criminal things, of course. What else we gonna do? You see? Yeah, yeah, but what kind of criminal stuff? Well... We break into stuff, of course. And we smuggle booze right here through the school. How can we smuggle booze through a school? There's kids here. We do it through the milk cartons, see? But what if the kids drink the milk? We only use the white milk cartons. They're safe because nobody drinks them. The kids only want chocolate milk, see? Ah, oh, that's smart, boss. Of course it's smart. It's my idea. I'm Al Capone. <laughs> I can't let these bad guys smuggle booze through my school. I have to stop them. Well, here we are. The Ghost Trucker's Truck Stop. Yeah, just like I remember it. I remember the bean casserole, too. And there are my friends, right over there. Come on! If I must. Curse me for a scurvy dog if Amy didn't have more dimension than was seen in previous adaptations of Owl Cops. Yes, but the movie was not without flaws. The pacing for one was a bit off. Boy, and Emma Watson was somewhat miscast, if you don't mind me saying. Boring. I've had it up to here with little women. 
Can we get on to Jojo Rabbit? I stayed up half the night finishing the book. You're only talking about movies? Movies based on books, darling. The very reason this salon exists. You can bet a full tank of motion lotion that's why this salon exists. This here's the famous female ghost felon book and movie club. Hey, we're a book group about the focus on works would have been adapted into movies. We've done everything that's come out this past decade from Moneyball and the social network to the Wolf of Wall Street. Wait, aren't you Anne Bonny, the pirate queen? Supposing I is. Uh, that's great. You're amazing. Running a crew for years, and then when you got caught, you escaped hanging? Only because she was pregnant. But hey, whatever works, right? I mean, I wound up shot in the face with the double barrel. Wait, you're Belle Star, the bandit of the Old West? The one and the same. Now, can we get on to Jojo Rabbit already? So, if you're all famous women criminals, I'd peg you for Mall Cut Purse, right? London pickpocket, 17th century. Did some highway robbery in men's clothes. Oh, place to make your acquaintance, governor. And then I'm guessing, based on your accent and that monkey with you, <laughs> that you're uh, Sanka the Golden Hand, the 19th century Russian thief and con artist. One of your specialties, if I'm not mistaken, was robbing jewelry stores by having your monkey swallow the jewels while you'd talk to the owner. I'd hide them under my fingernails as well. I like to keep them long. Well, it's a real honor. I, I think all of you are part of women's history, you know? I mean, in a dubious sort of way. But you're still worth recognizing this Women's History Month. What a coin lad you is. And I'm glad to see you've put aside your criminal ways and have mellowed out in death. I'll let you get to your talk. Uh, don't mind me. I'll just make my way out of here. Goodbye to y'all. Oh, see you later. Adios. And there goes. The ghost truck stop has disappeared. Like it was never even there. Well, that was great. It's so inspiring to meet those women. I'm glad to see they've chilled out a bit, too. No more criminal ways. Anyway, time to call up a ride. Um, let me just get up my phone and... Wait. Uh, where did I leave that? Wait. Hold up. My wallet? What? My phone, my wallet are gone. It, where? I can't believe this. They ripped me off. The famous female ghost felon book and movie club ripped me off. I've been conned. This episode was written, produced, and edited by S.G. Wilson and Matthew Bay. And let's give a big thank you to Matthew himself for playing the mobster with the especially goofy voice in The Perfect Al Capone, Part 1, and for playing Anne Bonnie, Pirate Queen. Then there's Kim Hill who voiced both Sonia Goldenhand and the teacher in The Perfect Al Capone, Part 1. And she also played a mobster as well. James Manis reprised his role as the Big Rig Banshee and portrayed Mull Cutpurse to boot. He also provided the music you heard in The Ghost Rig and at The Ghost Truck Stop. They're songs from his band, Tejas Nights. Meanwhile, Nikki Drayden voiced Bell Star. By the way, check out Nikki's books, Temper, the Prey of Gods, and Escaping Exodus, as they're all excellent science fiction novels and available wherever you get books. Then there's a big thanks we owe to Wilson Mays for voicing the recent graduate of the hook-handed Killer by the Side of the Road Preparatory Academy, as well as penning some of the songs you also heard throughout the episode, particularly in The Perfect Al Capone Part 1. Lastly, a shout-out to Oliver Mays for playing himself in a play he wrote that I mentioned placed in the Young Playwrights for Change contest at the Zach Scott Theater in Austin. And a final, last, lastly, to Kim Stacy, who played Al Capone, she. You can hear her on the comedians interviewing 
Musicians Podcast. Another thing worth noting here is that this podcast is part of the Kids Listen Network. And some of the other podcasts on the network are doing women's history-themed episodes as well this month. Among them, Time Storm. And another to look out for is The Past and the Curious, which is delving into the life of Amelia Bloomer with an episode called OK Bloomer. You can learn more about this show and other stuff at multiversethisweek.com. We also do things on Instagram and YouTube, and it'd be fabulous if you could review us and subscribe wherever you happen to do podcasts. Uh, Even better, if you could send us a note, a video, or maybe a fax, which is still very much a thing on Earth-29, even though they have email and texting. Old habits die hard there, I guess. Send any and all of that sort of stuff to multiversethisweek at gmail.com or famousfemalefelons at multiversethisweek.com. Otherwise, see you next time. This is S.G. Wilson reminding you to go out there and have fun in the multiverse. And while you're at it, celebrate the women of women's history this month, no matter how they happen to make that history.